When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. We're calling this one No Way Jose. It's season one. It's episode 42. And Crowley, we are this close to having the league championship series set. The NLCS is set. We've got the Phillies in San Diego taking on the Padres Tuesday night. You Darvish is pitching in that one, and he's going against his former teammate, Kyle Schwarber. Those are at-bats that I am going to make sure I catch. I'm not going to say I'm going to catch them live. I will fire up the DVR for sure. In the other side, on the ALDS side, the Divisional Series, Seattle was swept by the Astros. We're going to get into that in a second. And as we're towing this podcast for you, the Yankees jumped out to a quick 4 nothing lead on the Guardians in that game right now in the top of the third. And yes, Aaron Judge, actually, excuse me, the top of the fifth now. And Aaron Judge homered in the top of the bottom of the second inning, putting the Yankees up 4 to nothing. Right now it is 4-1 Yankees. The news keeps coming in. And as I'm talking, Ramirez with a sacrifice fly. So 4-1 Yankees right now in the top of the fifth inning. Yeah, it's been a really fun postseason. Um, you know, all the games. You, you were, I know you were concerned it was going to get a little chalky, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it, it's been. Uh, Could I it's have been, been more any, Anything but that, and even the games that you know we all thought Houston was going to win, um, but it, it was that series was just amazing. It, it, it's, even though it was a sweep, it would, Seattle gave Houston all they could handle and more. Uh, Jordan Alvarez in game one, they came, they, Houston, uh, Seattle was up seven to three in the eighth and Jordan Alvarez was the hero on that one, a walk off Homer to give the Astros an eight to seven victory. It was the second walk off Homer in postseason history by a team down to its final out. Do you remember the other one, Dustin? Walk off Homer in the postseason history by a team down to its final out. Walk off. Uh, what if the, I pump my fist like this? Is that uh, the Dodgers? Is that uh, Dodgers A's? Dodgers A's, Kurt Gibson and uh, former Cub Dennis Eckersley. That was the other one. So yep. I, imagine all the just had reunion. We just had the reunion that one. Love yeah. that moment. Yeah, it was, it, it's, it's hard to believe that. Um, Jordan Alvarez again. Gave the Astros a, uh, a they were down two to one and uh, in the six before Jordan Alvarez hit a two run blast to give him a three to two lead. They'll hold on to four to two. And then Dustin in the first postseason game in Seattle, game three since 2001, the game went 18 innings. 
before Jeremy Pena hits a solo home run. Six hours, 22 minutes, 500 total pitches. How many beers and hot dogs do you think were sold at that game? That, that is far, far too long before we started recording. Crawley and I were talking offline, if you will, about this. I'm not sure exactly what the right number is. Maybe the 11th inning, maybe after the 12th. But the Manford man on second might really have a place because had the Mariners gone ahead and won that game in the 18th or 19th inning, they would have been basically having to use positional players to pitch (laughs) in game number four. And then the Astros probably would have won that anyway. So I think at some point there has to be a limit on this. Well, you know, unfortunately, I would say the players would never, ever agree to something like that. I've taught, you know, same thing with hockey where they don't have the shootout in the postseason, right? And so when you're talking about baseball, they they want if you're going to win it, you have to earn it. None of this free stuff. They're not going to give it to you. Not in the postseason. <laughs> and so the thing that's tough for the fans is that they cut off beer sales at a certain point because I've been at. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah longest like game I've been at was bottom 15 of the or seventh, innings. Maybe bottom yeah. of the seventh, they cut it off. Yeah, depending Boy, on where you you're think- at. Then they think, huh, should we readjust this? Maybe we'll, we're going to open it back up for one more inning. <laughs> that would be great because I've been in those long games and all of a sudden you got a good buzz going and then it's gone and then you're just kind of sitting there waiting for something to happen. And Boy, think about the money lost in that situation, Crowley. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it, it's it, it's difficult to see, but I can never see them using a Manford man for postseason baseball. Just, just uh, too crazy, you know? Yeah, well, if there would have been a game four then we might have had something to talk about, but you're probably right as usual. All right, so that's how the Astros got over to the uh, League Championship Series on the American League side. The Guardians and Yankees, of course, have gone to a Game 5. They were supposed to play Game 5 on Monday. That one got weathered out after a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay. Imagine how many beers got sold while they were waiting that one out. So Game 5 in New York going on right now in the fifth inning. Yankees on top, 4-1. to Let's move over to the NLDSI. I got to tell you, it was fun, obviously, watching the Cubs in postseason baseball. The crowds were fantastic. I was only at one game as they went on their World Series run. That was the game Baez homered off of uh, Johnny Cueto. Uh, Johnny Cueto put it in the basket. Um, that was the one game I had went to. Fantastic night. But I got to tell you, those Philly fans were fantastic at those games in Philly, Philadelphia. That was a cool, cool sight. You, you love to see the fans in it. And people sometimes, you know, people have asked me over the years what my favorite game I've ever gone to. I'm going to take Field of the Dreams out of it because that, that was more like a unique factor, right? Right. But if I was to say a crowd that was the most in it that I ever saw was game six of the NLCS in 2016, Kyle Schwarber versus Clayton Kershaw. And you would, that was the most electric crowd. And, and, you know, it just felt like, you know, like that old 12th man type thing, you know, where, where, the, where the crowd really just got in the head of Kershaw, where, where it was just cheering every pitch. There was never that, oh, no, we're dreaded, you know, we're, we're nervous looking thing. The Cub fans were in it from the beginning. They were loud and the place was rocking. And that's what I love to see. And when postseason baseball returns to Chicago, it's what I want to see again. Um, you get a little Chicago flavor with the Philly series because you got – uh, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos in it. Uh, Schwarber struggled uh, during the series, but Nick Castellanos kind of came a little bit alive. So good for him uh, in game one. He went three for five with three RBIs. So that was pretty exciting. And not only that, he made a catch 
that basically saved the game right there. You're Nick Castellanos, never known for the glove, but no, that uh, was Jason Hayward esque that defensive play. Yeah, sliding on his back after you know Atlanta started slow and then they were firing back, making a ninth inning rally, and uh, you know it was uh, Castellanos who got the second out that saved the day after Atlanta scored uh, what like five runs, you know, in the so it was it was an exciting one, exciting game. And then when you take a look at game three, that was an exciting one as well as the Phillies scored six in the third, three in the seventh. You saw Reese Hopkins hit a three-run blast. Was the bat spike a little much for you or no? Uh, Just a touch, okay? Like, there's bat flips, and then there was that. Yeah, I, I did not approve of that at all. I would not have approved if a Cub had done that. You can call BS on me all you want. No, that was a little bit over the top. Act like you've ever hit a home run in your life. Uh, Bryce Harper hits a home run as well. No, no, no response. You, you're, I'm, you're okay I'm, with I'm struggling I mean, with it, Dustin. I don't know. Like part of you wants to see the fire and the flare. And then there was another one. It where wasn't it, like the final inning walk off. And I don't even know if that would have been acceptable. I mean, right. it was in the, still in the middle of the game. We had another one of those instances, Dustin, when you were talking about Cleveland and the last, the last game, it was in uh, the last game that they played uh, where Garrett Cole was pitching and Josh Naylor hit a solo shot and he did this little baby rocking motion like, I, you're, I'm your daddy, is what was told, is that that was the origin of that. That one to me, see, I, I, I was like, with both of them, it's almost like you don't want to take, you don't want baseball to be stale or boring. You get what I'm saying? I think that sometimes with young people, that's where you lose them. You know, is that like, you know, and you know, sometimes you don't want to take the fun factor out at the same time, you know, to say that I'm your daddy to a pitcher after you hit a home run and you're still not even winning the game. uh, You know, you start to have questions about how far you take it. And that's where I don't know where the line is. And I hate to be the one to draw it. Um, I don't think I'll draw it. I'll draw it, Crowley. (laughs) That was way past it. Okay, that was way past the line. I thought the baby cradle was a little bit worse than the bat spike, but uh, you know what, man? It's that was stupid. That was stupid too. That uh, guy, what was it? Jose Bautista with the bat flip. You remember yeah. that one years oh, ago? Gosh. Right in Toronto. That started that started this whole argument, right? I mean, there was a T-shirt of it, um, you know. But then, then you know, Tim Anderson decided to do a bat flip slam down on a Tuesday getaway day against the Royals with about 2,500 people and paid attendance at 35th and Shields. It's like, come on, at least know when to do an obnoxious bat flip. <laughs> well, you know, the, the it was fun to see the Phillies enjoying it. They were partying it up. I mean, just great, you know, just, just fun to see. And and like I said, I, if there's one guy that's fun to party with, it's Kyle Schwarber, and good to see him enjoying the postseason. Yeah, I just put this into our uh, our notes, Crowley. Wanted to get your reaction to it. Um, somebody sent this at me and thought I would get all off the rails. But ex-Cub Kyle Schwarber and an ex-Red Sox celebrated the Philly Fanatics. He said, quote, no offense to any of the fan bases because they're all amazing, but this is by far the best divisional series I've ever seen at a home game. Just how electric it was. They are in tune with every big pitch in every big spot. It was just electric. I don't, disappointing, I don't, disappointing to hear that. Or, I mean, what do you expect him to say was kind of my response to it. Right. I mean, he said what he had to say. And, and right. I think, yeah. I, I think that, uh, 
you know, everybody, you know, you have to kind of say, and he, I think he did it in a way that was not disrespectful to Cub fans or Washington or you know anyone, Boston. Uh, it was a fun series, and you're asking the guy in the heat of the moment. You know, maybe in 10 years, his answer will be a little bit different. I don't know. I, I don't ever want to, you know, shame somebody for having fun and enjoying it. And, you know, you, you, you commented yourself it was electric. You could just tell from it. Um, remember that Kyle Schwarber didn't play in any uh, really in any division series, if that's what we're talking about, um, in postseason with the Cubs in 2016, that big run. I don't know. 2015 was pretty damn electric when I'm thinking about it. Now, they had the six home run game versus the Cardinals at home in 2015, which was absolutely nuts. And oh. then there was the one where they, the next game, the clinching game where he, th he hit the one on top of the scoreboard. Right. And I was at both of those games and the place was rocking. So let's just chalk it up to recency bias. How's that? Yeah. And he had nothing. I mean, what was he supposed to say, you know, this was great Philadelphia, but the best time I ever had was at Wrigley field. He would have gotten murdered in Philadelphia. <laughs> for absolutely. Saying something like that. All right. He so the Phillies, and the two ex-Cub factors that you brought up, Crowley, are on their way. Well, they're actually there because the game is tonight. They are in San Diego. They are taking on the Padres. And the Padres, after losing game one, we talked about this already, Trey Turner, the guy that a couple of us want to be playing shortstop for the Cubs, hit a solo home run in that game. The Dodgers jumped out to a 5 nothing lead. San Diego rallied for three, but the Dodgers held on. They win game five, or game one, 5-3. to three. Then... Game two, you Darvish, Blake Snell in game three, and then Joe Musgrove in game four, and boom, boom, boom. Dodgers, gone. All the 100-win teams, gone. The Padres, yeah. the Padres hosting the Phillies tonight, you Darvish against Kyle Schwarber. We talked about it, right? We talked about throughout the records, and, and, and I was just kind of watching this, and I'm saying to myself, man, that is, you know, as you went down the list of Snell and Darvish and Musgrove, you know, and, and you look at the lineup and, and it was an underachieving lineup in the second half for the Padres. They made those trades. Uh, you, you remember with Josh Bell and Juan Soto and Josh Hader, Josh Hader got off to an abysmal start. And it looked like that the Padres sold it all and were ending up with nothing and going bust. You know, they were struggling. They were struggling with my uh, Milwaukee to try to get in. It didn't seem like right. either team wanted to make it right. in there. And all of a sudden, now it's just kind of clicked into a different gear. And so I'm just wondering, you know, it's, you know, seeing what they did to the Dodgers. I did not have, if you remember, I had the Dodgers winning the World Series over the Astros was what I thought. And, you know, seeing what they did was just absolutely unbelievable. And that's what makes baseball fun. I brought it up here before. Usually the best teams make it into the postseasons. Not all the time do the best teams win the World Series, and, and the Dodgers found out, you know, the hard way. So, Crowley, NLCS starts tonight. Again, Phillies, Padres, <laughs> where are you going on this one, Crowley? Well, considering I've uh, bet against the Phillies every single round, I'm going to bet against them one more time. I'm going to go with the Padres of San Diego. Uh, it's your boy, just the pitching and the firepower – Watching Manny Machado play defense made me angry. Remember, the Cubs were rumored it was that Machado-Harper year that everybody thought that, you know, it was at 2019? 17, 18, 20? so, yeah. 2019, that, that, you know, when I watched Machado play, and think about the White Sox, too. Oh, my God, is that guy just so good on defense, so fun to watch. Um, 
it's just there's a lot of star power on that, Dustin, and, and I just can't see them losing to the Phillies, but I also couldn't see the Phillies beating the Cardinals or the Braves, so what do I know? Right. I'm going to go the opposite just because I'm still anti you Darvish and I'm more pro Kyle Schwarber. So uh, Kyle Schwarber to do something big tonight against you Darvish, but uh, it should be a long series and I'm going to go Phillies in seven. And when we get back with you guys for season one, episode 43, we will have an official uh, ALCS. It will be underway at that point. It probably is going to be the Yankees against the Astros for sure. And um, I will be rooting for the Yankees. That I can guarantee you. Yeah, and, and 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 it'll be fun. And we'll kind of keep you updated on our socials of all the different ex-Cub factors going on here. You can follow me at Crawley's Cubs. You can follow us at FlyTheW670 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, FlyTheW on Facebook. And you can email us with any comments or suggestions at FlyTheW670 at gmail.com. Crowley, enjoy the uh, enjoy the games, and we'll be back with you towards the end of the week. Absolutely, Dustin. I know you'll be rooting for uh, Schwarber, and I got Darvish. We'll see who uh, ends up happier on Friday, my friend. Absolutely.